name is Michael Burgess, also known as Young Hunger. We're continuing on interviewing the most successful young entrepreneurs that Northern Ireland has to offer. Today, we are privileged in finally being able to nail down this interview with the most distinguished gents outfitters in the city of Belfast and is en route to conquering and becoming one of Northern Ireland's top DJs. That man is the one, the only, Mr. Christopher. Let's go find him. How's everyone doing? So I'm sitting here with the man himself, Mr. Chris Sutter. You're a hard guy to get, Chris. <laughs> you know what? I have many plates spinning yeah. currently, Maggie, but they're all still spinning, which is category. Glad to be here. Yeah. Proud to be doing it with you. Appreciate spending an hour of your time, because, you know, hard to get guy. Oh, cool, look, you see, like I try to be as busy as I can all day, every single day, Michael. So yeah, and it is hard sometimes for me to fit stuff like this in, but I know what you're here for. I know what kind of messages and stuff you're trying to get out. So look, I personally want to inspire the next business people coming through the world and a podcast such as this with yourself is hopefully going to do that. So there you go. I want to start off by saying the reason why we're doing this is because we want to show that young people in Northern Ireland can become hugely successful in no matter what they do. And we thought Chris would be a great guy because you're in so many different areas. The suits, the coffee now, the yeah. DJing, yeah. the yoga. Yeah. Where does this stop? So coffee is where it's at currently at the minute for me. We started our first week coffee truck there at the end of last year. It's now currently in Dundonald, if anybody wants to go and check it out, it's in Moat Park. But we're now going on the coffee shop. So we're now going bricks and mortar. And our first coffee shop opens in Hollywood, County Down, on the 1st of November. Well, fingers crossed. First, let's just say first week of November. Maybe not first of November. First week of November. And I'm going to do 10 of them. 10 of them? Going to do 10, 10 of them. Going to do 10 shops. That's my plan. And the very first one, they say, opens in a couple of weeks. So Describe me what a typical day looks like in the life of Chris Sutter. Typical. So from when yes. you get up to when you go. Get out and get at it. Yeah. An average day for me, Mike. I set my alarm in the morning, not too early, for about half six, okay? And I would then doze until about seven o'clock. And then that is me, that is me kind of starting to get up and out of bed. Yep. I need that little doze time. That's my meditation time. You know, some, a lot of people talk about meditating and, you know, and meditation is wonderful and everybody needs to find their own way to meditate. Mine's in the morning, yep. that doze, that kind of almost sleepy dream state. And that's with me getting everything filtered through in my day of what I need to achieve during that day. Then I'm up and let's get the coffee truck ready because our coffee truck needs to be done in Moat Park for about half past eight. So in the mornings, once we get up and get the kids to school, get the coffee truck down, it's then me, I come in the Suda Brothers, which is in here, it's the men's shop, and we get um, we get to get everything done in here, and then I just start planning through my day. Now my day can be very, very different. It can be seeing clients in here, it can be out seeing new business premises, it can be out doing, I'm sitting a couple of different boards, so there can be lots of different stuff happening. It can be driving up to Donegal, the same, it's a two-shop on my it's cottage. every day. It's generally different every day, and I like that variety. I think that's one thing, um, Michael, that keeps me going that no two days are the same ever whereas you know monotony for me can be one of the the biggest anchors to success because same you get thing. the same thing you get stuck in a rut doing the same thing and it almost then anchors you down and holds you down and stops you really getting out there I get out there yeah. do you know what I, mean? I go and do things I do a lot of social media as I'm sure if anybody follows me online you'll see in my morning time generally at about 11 o'clock after having a wee cup of tea and a wee biscuit right gotta have a wee cup of tea and a biscuit I get into my social media and then as I'm going through all my different social media platforms there's always then other stuff that presents themselves that I may have to go and do this and go and do that and then in the afternoon start working out how to balance it all out, as well as do the work in here, serve customers, design suits, yeah, that's what, that's do marketing. Yeah, yeah. You know, I have to then be able to do that too. Thank we've got a great team here, my big brother and Reese and, and Jim and Drew and stuff like that. So in here, this, this wee shop is, is really mm. good at, at running itself at the minute, which mm. is wonderful. So what would get you up in the morning? You're sitting there about your kids. Yeah. 
Would that be your your fuel? Yeah, would that be, well, uh, number one, yes, the kids do get me because I've got to get them to school, yes. Yeah. But no, I get up to go and try and have the best day possible every yeah. day. Best day for me can just be a nice coffee in the morning with a bun, a nice drive to work. Do you know what I mean? Knowing that what I'm going to do that day is going to help people. Yeah. You know, so number one, it's going to help me, maybe from my family, from my business going forward. But I could be going to help other people mm -hmm. that day. One of the things that, um, that really gets me going is that drive to make other people smile. I get a real big kick out of it. And it is self-perpetuating, right? And what I mean by that is, see, because I've got such a, a decent social media profile and following, I get lots of nice messages, generally throughout the day as the day goes on. So it drives me to do more nice things. Mm. Because the more nice things you do for other people, the more crack you have other people, yeah. the more messages you get, which then drives you to do it again. And it just keeps on going. Yeah, we actually really enjoy coming in to the shop. Yeah, because it's like that there, um, like atmosphere yeah. or like oh, there's feeling well that's something that we have worked really, really my, my brother and I and the guys have worked really really hard on which is making sure that this shop doesn't feel like it doesn't feel like a shop. Mm. It's like we had this discussion before we went, went live with a customer. That it's an experience coming in here, Definitely. and it's a nice experience. Mm. And you know, we don't put any pressure on you, Michael, to buy anything. In fact, we not that we don't care, but we literally don't care if you buy anything. Yeah. as long as you come in, have the crack, meet us. If you need to try on something, try on something, and you go out the door, brilliant. Yes. If you happen to buy something, even better. <laughs> and that's where keeps that, bringing it back. It's a culture, Michael, that I've brought into all my businesses. That uh, again. From the, we want the staff to want to come to work. We want the customer to want to buy what we what we have, mm. rather than this really forced sell, 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 sell culture, which is everywhere nowadays. Like if you see all these different courses popping up online, they're all to teach you to close the sale. Like I could probably be three times as successful financially yeah. if I was like that, but I'm not. Do you know? Mm. And that's kind of just what sets number one. Also, part of the business number one me, me apart is that I literally don't really care about the money, and that's the truth. The money kind of comes as a byproduct product of doing the job the way we do it. Mm -hmm. And I'm quite sure we could make more money what we do if we were harder, but I wouldn't enjoy it then. Mm. Do you know? It wouldn't yeah. get me that wouldn't get me out of bed. See what I like about you is you're not just in the suits. Yeah. You know, you're going coffee. Yeah. You're going yoga. Oh yeah. You're going DJing. Oh the Look DJing. At them, you know what I mean? And the MC and I love all yeah. that. Don't forget I only started that two years ago. Two yeah. years ago now the oh DJ yeah. yeah. You, you've got a ago. YouTube channel yeah. and, um, over lockdown you were doing your own wee bit for Kill FM. Yeah, yeah, done Kill yeah. Oh what a game. That was, it was brilliant. That was thanks to Hicks over lockdown to try and bring people along and help me too at the same time. I'd done like a live gig every night, seven o'clock for yeah. months. Yeah. Every night, people I've could know. Yeah. Go on to Chris Suter's Instagram channel. He'd be DJing, he'd be talking to you, you know, playing music, geeing you up and giving people the whole positivity. Mm. But again, what not everybody sees, Michael, is that that's helping me. You know, it's very selfish, but selflessly selfish. Yeah. Okay, so I'm being selfish by trying to help others, but that is in turn helping me. Mm. You know? Yeah. So a lot of people are looking, Chris, why are you you know, why are you doing that? You know, as if like it's a hindrance to me. Mm. But that's where my mind changes things around. It's not it's brilliant for me. What way do you handle criticism if you get it? Do you yeah, get oh it? I get all, all the time and I get yeah. trolled. What way what way do you work it? Like it used to annoy me. Did it? It did like it oh it did, definitely did, because I would I would be a sensitive sort of a person. So anybody speaking out of turn about me or, or you know it used to it used to get to me because I'm like I'm out there trying to be the best human I can be trying to be as nice as I can to everybody I meet still and if somebody still has a problem with it what you just got to do is you got to create a folder in your brain think of your brain as um, Microsoft Windows and you got to create a folder called D and D stands for dickhead and then what you just do is you just drag and drop their name and their profile into the file file him under D and carry on <laughs> is that how you do it? that's how I do it <laughs> now, it took, now Michael don't get me wrong that took me years mm. to 
to perfect that, whereas I can't change their opinion. One thing I wanted to say, you're talking about uh, get up, get out and get at it. Yep. Goals, do you have them? Yes. Or have you accomplished them? Right, problem I hit there last year, I went to an event. She'd done a, quite a good little kind of thought process within her, her event where you had to close your eyes and she played all this lovely kind of soothing music and you had to think of what you wanted to achieve in life. Do you know what I mean? Right, what did you want to do? And I closed my eyes and I literally couldn't think of anything. No? Nope. Don't all. So I opened her eyes up. Nicola had loads of things written down. Everybody else was writing stuff down and my page is blank. And I'm like, fuck. And like, it wasn't that I was trying to be a dick or anything. I was like, Nicola, I can't think of anything. And you know what I mean? I've got, I've got everything I want. I've, got, I've done everything I want. Um, That's pretty unheard of. I know, I know. But again, it's, it's not that I set, you know, other people set goals. Do you know, they want to fucking be an astronaut and fly to the moon. Yeah. I didn't. I just, I set myself goals I want to achieve and I hit them. But then Nicola says, what about Donegal? I was like, what do you mean? Says, did you not always say you wanted a place in Donegal? Shooter Cottage, isn't it? Shooter Cottage. Yeah. So you got the pen out and one. Type C go one. Cottage in Donegal. Right? One year later. <laughs> done. Got my cottage in Donegal. So I'm back to having no goals. Yes. Hence the coffee shop. <laughs> the coffee truck was set up out of necessity. Uh, the yoga end of things was, was gradually reducing over lockdown. So we had to think of something else for Nicola to do. Yeah. So the coffee truck came about and we literally have smashed it out of the park with the mm. coffee truck. Yeah. Um, so, yes, Shooter Cottage is done. I'm thinking, right, I need new goals. And you know what? I just had this inkling, I say it was a couple, it was about six or seven weeks ago. Yeah. I want 10 coffee shops. I need to give myself a goal because you, you need goals, you need, you need something to aim at. Yeah, I think what most people would do, one yeah. coffee shop, I know. you're going 10. I want 10 <laughs> because again, one, again, people are telling me, I'd mentioned to a couple of people, I'm going to open a coffee shop and yeah. I might want 10 and they're going, there's no way you're going to be able to do 10. And, you know, if you get one good one you're having, I was like, well, fuck that, then I'll do 10. Yeah. So I need this, this because one's done. I've yeah. now won, I have one done within a couple of weeks. I said opens, opens in November, and I've got two, believe it or not, I have got two, three, and four, more or less done, mm -hmm. right? So by Easter time, I'll have four. Yeah. So why not have 10 within two years? Might as well. And to be fair, I have a I have a really, really good friend who's in the coffee shops, and is, he's 30 something of them now, and me and him have had a chat about things, and 10 is the right number. Mm. So there's, there's. It's not that I've literally are these just kind of all over Northern Ireland, or these his, his ones, his ones are all over UK and Northern Ireland. But mine are going to be just Northern Ireland. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I would love to have them positioned so that you know you're only within half an hour, forty minutes of a shooter, shooter and co. You know, and that oh, be right, yeah, You yeah. know what I mean? Around, around the country. So if anybody ever wanted to try my coffee or, or the food or whatever, you know, they can get in the car and drive to them. No matter, no matter where they are in Northern Ireland. So that's kind of the plan with that at the minute. But yeah, I think goals are very, very important because again, because there's going to be a lot of young people watching this. You don't need to know what your goals are too soon like when I was your age you're 22. 22 when I was your age my goals were completely different than where they are now and goals can change but the main thing is to have goals you know that's that's the key but don't you don't have to have them written in stone like at 22 I was running my car body shop I was spraying cars and lowering them up in big exhaust and fancy stereo systems and stuff and my goals when I was 22 would have been probably a, get a house bought you know meet a girl that I can marry have kids you know business actually was just uh, business goals were buy a bigger turbo for my Subaru Impreza and maybe a new set of wheels from a Nissan Skyline you know yeah. that was where the goals were <laughs> so the goals shift and change but at least I was still had something to work towards whereas I find a lot of younger ones nowadays get almost disillusioned with themselves because they, they don't have a goal yet and they're worried because they're getting told I need a goal yep. here don't worry about you're it really just, panicking, just yeah. start small mm. do you know what I mean and like, don't forget I'm 39 
are you? No, do you know what I mean? I'm 39. Do you know what I mean? I'm yeah. old. Mm. Do you know I'm sick? I have 17 years on you, Michael. <laughs> you think of what you're going to achieve between mm. now and the next 17 years. Yes. There was actually, there was a question here I really want to ask you because yeah. I think this will be really interesting. Do you see yourself as successful? Um, in your own see, mind? In my own mind. Let me see if it's successful. Yes. Yes. Yeah, you do. Definitely. Hundred percent. I'm thinking at the at the minute, like you know, life is good. We've got. I say I've done all, hit all the flipping goals that I really wanted to hit. I suppose what is success? Success is being happy, Michael. Mm. I think people find it yeah. hard to have a happy life yeah. because they're always wanting more, always yeah. wanting to go bigger. I'm happy with my, my lot though too, and yeah. that's you know with where I am and what I've achieved, and you know where where I am in life with the people around me. And because yeah, success can be either emotional or financial. So see, when it comes to like that emotional success, mm. and I'm doing everything. I want to do yeah. you know I want to be a DJ I want to do MC and I want to do coffee I like doing the suits you know I've got my place in Donegal if you put success on the smile in my face I've got the biggest smile in the world yeah. and if it comes financially as I've said before uh, earlier on there like I probably could have made three times the amount of money I've made by being a much harder driven salesperson but money doesn't drive me mate at all money's, money, your... money's good money's nice yeah. and buy stuff and it is technically the blood supply to your life right all you need is enough mm. and you know and so far I've been able to earn enough money to do what I have wanted to do. Now, I say, I can't go and buy a Ferrari or a flipping jet or a fancy big house. No, I can't. I'm not, I know, financially that yeah. at that level, but I don't want to. That's, not, that's, not, one, that's not one of your goals, It's though. not one of my goals at all. In fact, I can think of anything worse. Well, maybe a Ferrari, like. But um, all the rest <laughs> of the stuff, honestly, yeah. I've just, I've nailed it. I've absolutely flipping nailed it by helping people along the way and employing people and, you know, just everybody kind of in it together type thing mm. and inspiring people. And I have a look around the shop and there's a wee bit from loads of different sporting individuals from Northern yep. Ireland. I see there, there's a call from what's that? Rory Best is over there. Yeah. And just as the viewers that actually don't know this, before we started filming, Tyrone McKenna. I know, sorry, Patty, Tr 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 uh, McKenna, Paddy Barnes, Barnes, and Tommy McCarthy. Literally just came in the door yeah. as we were Boxing starting. Royalty. That's but that's it, like, you just don't know who can come. We, we dress so many yeah. different people now. And I came through a lot of hard work too, Michael, and a lot of shaking hands. Part A massive part of our success is I just kind of made it my, number one on the social media, I kind of made it my gig to go out and meet people. Yeah. So I would be at every single event going. No matter what it is. No matter what it is, I went to every single event and I was out shaking hands. It wasn't even that I was handing out business cards, it was what I, what I call shaking hands. So all of a sudden, say I'm at a formal event and there's Rory Best over there, I will make it my mission that night to go and introduce myself to Rory Best and say, hi, I'm Chris Suter, you know, Taylor, blah, blah, blah. If you ever need anything, Rory, give us a shout. That is how the vast majority of our celebrity customers came to this business. Yeah. With me meeting them at an event, shaking their hand, them hopefully liking me as a person yeah. and the crack, because I'm, I'm very affable that way. I can get on with people very quickly. We cultivated then those relationships. And then what happens is once a certain celebrity or sports star sees like Carl Frampton coming here. Oh, here, well, Frampton goes there. I'm I'll gonna go get there, them a yeah. go. Mm -hmm. And then I was going to events and was meeting people and I maybe bummed into someone and I was like, oh yeah, you either get those Frampton suits. Yes, yeah, yeah right here, I need a suit for a Come on in and see us. And then we would just work them a super duper deal. They put us up on their social media. And it's it a win-win. Win-win, Michael. Win-win. The, the client involved gets a stunning suit or whatever they need at, you know, at a much vastly reduced price. And um, we get social media. We then get many more people coming 
coming into the shop for it. Like that was back before influencers were a thing. Mm. Like that was back whenever we didn't have influencers. Our influencers were our sports stars or our movie stars. Mm -hmm. Now all of a sudden you're flipping, you have a wee random girl from up the west who maybe has more of a following than Rory Vest. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's, yeah. it's, it's, a, it's became a crazy world. Like, so see if you want to get your brand out. Mm. Influencers are a huge market. In fact, probably the biggest marketing tool available at the minute. And they're just regular Joes like me and you. And they've mm -hmm. just built up a social media following. Really good at content. So we're down to our last question. You're probably yes. glad to know. Yes. But I want to know from you, have you any advice for young up and coming men and women looking to make it big in no matter what they do? Yes. In their area of their life? The quickest, yeah, make sort of inspirational quote to them is enjoy the grind. And that is key, right? Literally working as hard as you can each and every single day, but as long as you enjoy it. There's nothing worse than working hard and not enjoying it because that just drives you straight down the flipping don't know where. You need to find something you want to do mm -hmm. and you need to work as hard as you flipping can at it to make a success of it. Mm. Simple as that. No days off. No days. No days off. Not even Sunday. Not even Sunday. <laughs> no, no days off. Seven days a week. Give it your all, but make sure you enjoy. It. Now, here, by all means, have downtime. Flip me. What I'm saying is like, yeah, I, as much as I love doing 365 days a year, you know, that's everybody doesn't have to do that. But you know, yes, enjoy your downtime. But make what you do. Make it your life. Make it your chill. Make it your grind. Make it everything. Mm. Do you know what I mean? That's the quickest way to, in my opinion, the social media thing. It's very easy for the young ones to go. I want to be a YouTuber or I want to do social media. It, only a very small, 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 small. It's like professional football or professional golf, you know, a small, 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 finite number of people hit it big. Mm -hmm. And you can end up just wasting your time and wasting your time and wasting your time. Whereas if you just get into a business or start something and just give it your all, find out what you want to do. But not to rush it either. Remember I was talking about the goals, which is, you know, your goals will change. Things will change in your life. But as long as you're giving every part of your life 101%, Mm -hmm. That's another one I use. If you see it, my social media 101. Yeah. As long as you're giving everything a 101, I mean, giving your family the 101, giving your business the 101, giving yourself 101, you have to find your own balance. And that's one thing I've become very, very good at. I know when I need to slow down. I know when I need to go across the road for massage. Yeah. But I know when I need to see my family, I need to spend more time with the kids and wife. I know when I need to give more time to this place. I'm really, really good at, at managing myself and my time. So, yeah. Enjoy the grind, look after yourself and try and find a balance. But hard work is the key, guys. Like that is just the key. Hard work. It's just hard work. Yeah. yeah, it's it's something that's been instilled into my brother and I since we were flipping kids. Like our family came from uh, from Mon farmers from Monon, literally grew up with nothing. You know, one of the usual old stories of you know one shoe between ten of them and had to walk three miles to school every day and yeah. jump overhead. Like that was literally the suitor our suitor family my, my, on my dad's side particularly. They grew up with nothing, mm. nothing. So their entire family just work their flipping nuts off but enjoy it at the same time, you know yeah. what I mean? So it's kind of bled into me and him and we just literally yeah. give it give it our all that's every day. That's why we, we came to you. Yeah, so. that's what I'm trying to inspire and trying to instill in the, particularly the younger ones now, which is just, you know, don't try and get rich quick. Mm. You know, by all means, get rich, but just don't try and do it quick. Yeah. But the easiest way that I can see, what I do, is just to work really hard and enjoy the grind. Mm. That's kind of where I'm at with it. So there you go. Chris, can't thank you enough. Pleasure, Michael. Um, Pleasure I think we're going awesome. to have a, try this great tasting coffee then. Yes. We'll go down here, have now. Go down and see Ryan, go down and see the kid, get him the pour you. The flat white is literally amazing. So there you go. From the man himself, Mr. Chris Sitter. Thank um, you. I'll see you guys in the next one. We're away to taste some coffee, so see you later. <laughs> Cheers.
Thank you. Enjoy. You look good. <laughs> Thank you. Cheers, Thank you. Cheers.